Episode 12, Voicing New Power. I'm capping off a wonderful week of mind-opening events and conversations, and I'm now brimming with a sense of hope and new possibility. So who or what has me thinking and feeling this way? Keep listening. Welcome to Peace Matters, a show that uncovers peace in our communities, our countries, and deep within our souls. I'm your host, Maya Mathias, founder of Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. Join me as I share three things in the show. One, stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. Two, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. And three, updates on the peace-building work I do, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. Be sure to head over to InventiveLinks.com to sign up for our Peace Matters newsletter, where I share bonus resources to build more peace in your world. And now, on with the show. Part 1. As the World Turns Stories or Trends that Impact Our Capacity for Peace in the World So earlier this week, I produced episode 11 of this podcast and I titled that Who Embodies Power? As always, I start each week's series of podcasts and live streams by posing a question for all of us to think about. So in episode 11, I started to wonder, who can we imagine in powerful positions nowadays? Because so many of us have grown up being used to or expected to see only certain types of people, people who looked and thought a certain way, to be worthy of and deserving of being the most powerful and influential people in our communities and countries. Then as Friday rolled around, Friday 29th March, I did my regular Friday live stream called Fridays for Peace. And if you haven't watched any of those yet, you can go to inventivelinks.com slash events, scroll down and look for the March 29th episode, because I expanded on this idea of who embodies power nowadays. If you have been paying any sort of attention to what's happening in the news, what's happening around us, there seems to be this epic battle going on, and it's happening on so many fronts between the old face of power and new faces of power. And to me, I think this is a good thing. It can be extremely unsettling and very nerve-wracking, especially if we're used to our world being a certain way and our people in power looking a certain way. So more on the changing face of power right now. There are a few ways or elements, you know, to think about. One is that some of the new faces of power are emerging because the younger generation among us are having to deal firsthand with existential issues of our day, issues that some of us who are slightly older may not have done the best job at trying to solve. Things like climate change, things like income inequality, things like 
gosh, I could go on for a whole hour about that, but you get my point. So the truth is, those of us who are younger are frustrated. We've had it. We're like, no one's solving the problems. And so if the people we look up to as leaders aren't doing the job, then we need to step up and do something. And that is one of the reasons why the faces of power are changing. They're just becoming younger. And if you think about the gender dynamic, there are now ever-expanding cries for more Me Too stories to be heard and believed. And as a result, existing power structures are having to shift and adjust to those cries. Whether or not you want to believe women, whether you think they're making too much out of things, whether you want to support the men, whether you think the men need to apologize, there's so many dynamics playing right now. And those dynamics are not always to everyone's liking. You see, change and even change like the faces of power, those things can happen incrementally or they can happen very suddenly and unexpectedly. And we seem to be in the season of these faces of power changing rather dramatically. And it's very unsettling for a lot of us, even if we are the ones who want that change. We're not always sure where it's going to go, how far we can take it, and what the repercussions might be. And the reason I think about these things a lot is as a peaceful leadership advocate, I'm all for change, especially when that change is going to lead to a more equitable society and a feeling that everyone has a fair shot. At the same time, I understand that sometimes these changes can be so disruptive that they can create potentially violent situations in the short term. And that's why I keep my eye out and I pay very close attention to what's happening. And I share my thoughts on it in this podcast because, you know, we often hear that those in power aren't going to relinquish it without a fight. And that can often be true. My take on it, though, is I think we are all suffering, and I mean all of us are suffering, from a failure of imagination because we're so used to things looking a certain way. We're so used to power structures or powerful people being a certain way that whether we align ourselves with the powerful or the marginalized, the powerful among us often can't conceive of a way to share the rewards that they have enjoyed for decades, if not generations. And on the flip side, the marginalized among us often don't know if we can or should deserve more of those rewards for ourselves. Sometimes we don't even believe that we are in a position to ask for more of those things, and so we settle. And so the marginalized continue to settle, the powerful continue to hoard, and the gap between the two grows ever wider. Part two, OM is where the heart is, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. 
So to continue from the previous segment, I know I left that hanging a little bit and then on a bit of a down note because I was painting the contrast between the powerful and the marginalized in our respective societies. So what do we start to do? How can we start to tap into the core of what's going on and start to express our sense of power and empower ourselves to be part of the solution instead of remaining part of the problem? Well, I believe that the journey to power often begins within. And I experienced this first time, I witnessed it three times this week in other people. As I shared in episode 11 of the podcast and on my Fridays for Peace live stream this week, I attended a bunch of events where the speakers and the hosts defied conventional faces of power. They weren't what you would normally expect, even in developed societies. One of the events I attended was a conversation with a photo editor and a photographer about this photo essay that they put together to showcase all the female members of the Senate and the House of Representatives here in America. And I love what they did with the project and with some nifty and very smart imagery choices, they allowed the women in those portraits to project a sense of power that was all their own. They weren't mimicking male power. They weren't trying to fit into traditional male molds of power. They were exuding a sense of power that was characteristically their own and still strong and determined and fierce. Another event I attended, you would typically expect to see, again, based on our conventional notions of power, you would expect the speaker, because it was a topic about artificial intelligence, you would think, oh, you know, AI experts, they tend to be men maybe slightly younger men, or even if they're older men, they're men. And they're the ones who are most qualified to speak on the subject. Well, this speaker is a very accomplished woman, and she was comfortable and confident in her own skin and her expertise, and she drew you right in from the word go. The minute she was asked the first question, She just rattled things off. And if you could, as a fellow human being, set aside your preconceived notions and just listen to her message and what she had to say, you would be bowled over by her authority, sense of authority and her sense of power. Finally, the third event I want to share with you is I was fortunate enough to attend an event couple of days ago um, with presidential hopeful Pete Buttigieg. Now, he is riding a moment right now. He is having his time in the sun, even though it's pretty early in the presidential primary season here in America. And he is just taking off like a rocket. He too is exuding 
an unconventional face of power, even though he fits the mold of being a white man here in America. He is a lot younger. I think he's the youngest of all the people who, who said they're running right now. He is gay, and he is a war veteran, and he is a son of immigrants, of an immigrant, I should say. I think one of his parents is his American. Um, and he doesn't fit the traditional notion of power, and yet he is continuing to hold his own. He is continuing to share his message, and really, he's making a splash in many ways. So what makes these people, these women in Congress, this AI professional, and this young presidential hopeful, what makes them different from the rest of us? Well, you could say that maybe they're old souls. Maybe they know they've been around the block more than most. And I definitely felt at least one of them exude that when I was able to meet them and shake their hands. The bottom line, though, is that they know their worth. And because they know their worth, they know what they bring to the table, they can then embrace their power and they're not afraid to sit in and to move through the world with that sense of power. Now, I don't know what their personal journey is or has been into that sense of power and confidence. But my personal journey and the journey that I take my clients on often requires going within, being still, contemplating, really digging deep and understanding and seeing myself as an ever-evolving, ever-expanding being in the universe, a being that's capable of mighty things. Most importantly, because those mighty things are always supported by a heartfelt desire to do the right thing. Part 3, News and Views, updates on our peace-building work plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. Well, it's the last day of March, which means we're moving into a new month, April 2019. And throughout the month of April, I'm hosting a conversation to reclaim the good nature of work. You see, with all the doom and gloom that we're hearing, about how automation, artificial intelligence, bad bosses, and disappearing industries are threatening our sense of work and contribution and livelihood, I want to counteract that. And so I'm spending April writing and gathering stories and resources, both on my own and ideally with your help, to help all of us make sense of these changes and Together, I want us to start crafting a more sane, productive, and thriving path forward into our sense of work. So if you have had your fair share of knocks and lessons and wisdom, 
in your pursuit of work. I'd love for you to join the conversation, share your stories with me, and be part of this month-long conversation. Just go to inventivelinks.com slash workplace. That's one word, workplace. Inventivelinks.com slash workplace to join our month-long conversation. Now, it's not going to take you the entire month. It's just going to take a few minutes of your time. But I have set up a framework for us to have this conversation throughout the month and for us to take concrete steps in our own lives and in our own work to be better and to do better by ourselves and by others when we think about work and what it means to do our work in this modern age. Um, Before I sign off, also remember that you can check out inventivelinks.com slash events for the upcoming workshops and live streams that I host. There's something happening at least once a week that you can lend your voice to, and I would love to have you along for the ride. Okay, I'm going to leave it there for now. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, if you want to be um, a part of this conversation, if you want to learn more about how I'm distilling everything that I've thought about this week in terms of the new face of power, you can get all that good stuff in the next issue of my Peace Matters newsletter. And if you're not already on the list, you can go to inventivelinks.com and sign up to join. You'll then get all the newsletters that I'll be writing as well as access to my archives. Okay, leaving it there for now. Thanks again for listening, and I will catch you next time on Peace Matters. Bye for now. You've been listening to Peace Matters with me, Maya Mathias. This podcast is proudly powered by Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it by going to inventivelinks.com support. Want to take your podcast experience to the next level? Sign up for my next online workshop and start building a stronger path to peace inside and out. Go to inventivelinks.com events for more information. Sign up for a workshop, then show up with your best questions on the stories and insights we feature and with a sincere desire to lead a more peaceful existence. Till next time, let's make peace matter more each day. Bye for now.